Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Mark Quedes, and I am joined by Laura Taylor. Hey. Link Keller. Hello. And a very special guest, Kayla. Hello. So, how was my uh, Josue impression, everybody? It was spot on. That was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. It I think it was like, actually, it felt I think like it was 10 out of 10. I think it was a little too peppy. He's normally got a lot more toned down. But, you, you know, I, I, I tried to bring in the energy because... Uh, I mean, you didn't do the big <gasps> breath beforehand. That's true, but nobody ever hears that because I usually cut it out. <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't let anybody hear that, that breath. Um, yeah, so... We are here today to discuss the new Doctor Strange movie, The Multiverse of Madness. Uh, or in this case, it's just uh, Wanda going, um, I don't know, what would you guys say? It's Marvel's the- Mo- Mother's Day movie. It's it's mom, <laughs> M-O-M, it's mom. It's Marvel's mom. It's it's perfect. It is uh, perfect. Full full spoilers for this episode. One hundred percent. So if you spoilers. haven't watched the movie, get out of here, like Josue did. Exactly. Or or stay. It's fine. No judgment. <laughs> Some people don't mind being spoiled. I mean, yeah. That's if you're true. like me, I enjoy spoilers. I, but, I, like uh, I don't spoiled. mind them. I don't mind them either. I, I, it I depends saw this on the spoiler for me. <clears throat> <clears throat> So Context I just wanted matters. to uh, get uh, everybody's initial thoughts, feelings, anything about the movie. Who wants to go first? I mean, I brought the topic up. I will go first. There we there go. Was, it was a long string of holy shit. <laughs> like, that, that's all I've got. Like, my <laughs> brain was exploding the whole movie. Um, I really liked it. Uh, yeah. I have opinions about things. We can talk about them later, but <laughs> okay, okay. I I feel like that was that was definitely my whole reaction too. I was like, oh my god, there's literally so much in this, and just like the introduction of of a lot of characters, I just I was completely mind blown. I definitely I had my seat like fully reclined because I was in one of those uh, types of theaters, and I was uh, I had actually put it like all the way back up, and was like at the edge of my seat because I was like. Are they, are they going to do it? But there's a lot of things in there. Uh, Lonk, what was your thoughts? Um, so uh, on on the, on GT Radio, I am I am the least invested in the Marvel universe, <laughs> and um, I love your hot takes on the reviews. By the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. I I didn't think I was going to get a chance to watch the movie, and so I did uh, read some reviews, and um, I I watched I watched a YouTube video review about it, which honestly that was a mistake. But um, <laughs> I I did end up watching the movie. I did. I, I watched it on Monday, and so um, I have seen it. And uh, while it is not my favorite movie not my favorite marvel movie um there were definitely parts i enjoyed and link uh, this is the most link one it is a sam raimi horror film the sam the sam raimi horror aspects were my favorite parts so that should not be a surprise to anybody but um yeah uh overall it was it was a movie 
with some cool visual effects and uh, a couple of plot holes that you just don't don't think about it. That's fine. And and a couple of like uh, really rad character monster designs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's those are my surface level thoughts there. Uh, it's um one of my it's my top three Marvel. Uh, one of my top three Marvel shows, TV between the TVs and the movies. Uh, so I liked it. I think my jaw was on the floor through the whole thing. And I went with my wife and my father-in-law, <laughs> who's never really does not watch any Marvel shows. I don't think he's even seen Doctor Strange 1. K- Kayla, are we weird? This I my, have not my... seen Doctor Strange 1. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's seen Endgame, guys. Like I, Kayla, did, I, went... I did see WandaVision, so I had like a fair amount of context, but um, it you was very funny where it's yeah. like... <laughs> This is Doctor Strange is like, oh, he's at somebody's wedding. She's probably important, right? <laughs> I'd argue you had the you could most infer. important context, to be honest. I did I did suss it out. It so. wasn't mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. He said, Oh, that was an interesting movie. And I was like, I can't stop thinking about it. This movie is amazing. That's kind of the reaction. I went with my wife and my mother-in-law. Um, Why are we the same person? <laughs> Why are we the same person? <laughs> And and she has seen some Marvel stuff, but I don't think she saw the first Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, that was kind of her reaction. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. There was a lot of action. <laughs> like that was a there weird, was a he lot was of like, action. That was a weird mm-hmm. movie. And he's has a girlfriend who doesn't like any sci-fi, and he said she would never watch that. She would hate it. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry that she doesn't like science fiction. That makes my heart hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I, I went and saw it with, with my wife, too. And I think this was the first Marvel movie that she said that she did not like. Now, we're both not really big horror people. But for me, it, it was just, it was a nice little trip of nostalgia with me, like, especially with Sam Raimi. It was just like, it, oh, it just gave me those those feel-good vibes of watching Spider-Man back in back in the old days. The so old, it was it, back in the old 2000s. days i say this i say this as i'm like the youngest one here but it's fine mm-hmm. um but no i i'm kind of more so curious kayla you said this is like one of your top three favorites even including the shows so i want to know like what what exactly about this movie like makes it like in the into the top three for you yeah so I I really appreciate when Marvel decides to, to not lean into its comedic brevity um, because I think you can tell really good stories in like darker spaces uh, and it really leaned into it finally after like running away from it after Thor 2 like we haven't really had like darker grittier stories from Marvel um, but also I liked that I'm really into like multiversal like thought and I actually it's it just continues to you know prop up my internal thesis that I have running about uh, dreams and just a variety of things and so um, it allowed me to continue to kind of think about that stuff um, and and 
I also just really appreciated the way that, um, really, it's like Wanda's movie. Like, Stephen Strange is there, you know? And it and that's the title of the movie. But at its core, it's really about it's really about her resolution. That that um, was something I, I watched it with a friend, and that that is something I I was pointing out to him is like, yeah, basically everything that happens, she is making the moves, she yes. is making the choices, and everybody is just reacting to her. I'm like that really puts her in the main character position yeah. pretty solidly. Like. Yeah. Everything yeah. doc- Dr. Strange was doing was like just sort of like, oh, I guess I should do something about this. Though that dude, man, really convinced that he is the solution to every problem. And if he doesn't currently right now have the solution to the problem, you know what? He'll just check in with another Dr. Strange and he will have the solution to the problem. I was like, sir, <laughs> you might consider sitting down and maybe listening a little bit. You know, Link, that is the theme for Doctor Strange. Stephen that's, Strange's that's character. Stephen Strange's character is he's since that is before he was a sorcerer supreme. Since, since yeah. he was a surgeon. Yeah, that is his whole entire yep. existence. Christine his tells main, him main yes. all the time. Syndrome. Well, she, she says it in the in the in the in the movie. Like you always have to be the one with the scalpel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are the solution. You think you have to be yeah. the solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that's why it's it's up there in my top three. Because Wanda is great. Wanda is great. Wanda um, is great. I am mad at. She's one... my favorite Olsen twin. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I there's one thing that my clients and I also we talked about this movie, and um, all of us that I have everyone I've talked to is like, we didn't hear, couldn't understand her say that pivotal line to herself in the movie because it was like mumbled and quiet. Um, and it was just like, we all had to look it up uh, after the movie. And I, oh, that's a that's a good, meaningful line. Know that they'll be loved, um, I think. Yeah, I just remember in while we were watching the movie, leaning over to my wife and my mother-in-law, and was, did you hear what she, what she said? It seemed really important. <laughs> you know, I assumed it was just the what I was watching had not super great audio balancing, but maybe the whole the, it's just it, the movie it's had the movie. a little bit of a mumble issue. Eh, huh. You know, it happens that's, sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting because I I think I don't know maybe if it was just because I I paid for like the the high end like Dolby Cinema whatever, or if it was just my particular theater, but like. I had no problems hearing the line. Like I heard it and I was like that that was like a perfect like ending to to the whole story itself. Like mm-hmm. not, you know she knows that, like while in her reality in her universe she can't have what she always wanted. She can take comfort and and solace in knowing that in in other universes, she is able to have that. And even though it's not her, her like in that reality experiencing it, she is still experiencing it. Just, you know, it's just a different part of her, a different aspect of her. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. I also didn't have, I also heard it while watching it and was like, damn. Yeah. It is a Mother's, it is a Mother's Day movie. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. And it came out Mother's Day weekend. It did. <laughs> it did. 
on free well not on free comic book day but it was free comic book day and mother's day weekend Mm -hmm. it was yeah I, i did like the um the aspect of having dreams be windows into the multiverse yes, i think that's very about cool it. and i i said that and my friend was like yeah but like i i have dreams where i'm not a character there and i was like well i think maybe you just watch too many movies and so your mind is like cinematic version but or ma- or maybe what, what it's a dream it's where a you're dream paint. where you're not there in that universe or your paint you know yeah um, <laughs> what do i think about it has anybody read or watched the wheel of time in here i have not well <laughs> Kayla's gonna tell us a story. Uh, <laughs> not quite. I mean, not you know, spoilers. Mm-hmm. But certain characters can basically dream walk in Wheel of Time, um, and and basically the multi the multiverse basically exists in this in, in this in Wheel of Time as well. Um, but people can actually consciously choose to move through the spaces, whether through dreams or through like portals. And I just really love this idea that we're kind of connecting to just this re- this idea that there's like broader realities out there, right? Because um, the world is very large and vast and we can't know everything. So how do we know that that stuff doesn't exist? So I like the idea that maybe somewhere a different Kayla got what she wanted at one point in her life. And maybe that was something that maybe at this point in my life here, maybe that was a point where it was like super traumatic or super hurtful or harmful. Right. But maybe it went differently for a different Kayla, Um, which I I, I think is cool. Um, It also like, I've been kind of going on this journey with like, alternate reality multiverse type stuff since grad school uh, because I had to read this book called Of Water and Spirit by Meladoma Somme. And he's an African um, shaman, but also had been kidnapped by the French and was in um, Catholic priesthood type stuff. Uh, But because he was a shaman and, and in his tribe, he went through like this like ritual and it blew my mind because it was like the first time I was like reading like a nonfiction book where they were being like, this happened and we experience it. And like, as a, like a tribe and as a cult, like this is something we go through, like to get to the other side of our like cultural experience as like a community and a group, like you have to go through this thing to, it's like the final stage in a way. Um, and it blew my mind because I was like, well, who's to say that like that doesn't come out in our media anyway? Like who's to say like those those parts of our world, like the spirit world or what have you, isn't showing up in our media in like low key ways, you know? Um, and so I just continue to like, you know, lucid dreaming. Oh, you're just exploring the multiverse, guys. Like no big deal. So. Oh my goodness. I, I I think that like the whole like this whole thing with the multiverse is I think this opens up a whole lot of things now. Like for them to just completely like redo stories or remake stories now. 
I think that's like like one thing they can definitely do if they really wanted to like milk a whole lot of money. Um, but I'm more so like interested to see what they're gonna do with America now. Mm-hmm. Like now that now that she's yeah. introduced into everything, and they're you know and the origin basically that they gave her like where are they gonna go with this next? Like I think that's what I'm like the most um, looking forward to. The interesting thing is I've read the the short run of America Chavez, um, and she didn't get an origin story in that. She's a pre-established character who her origin story was in other comics. Um, and I there were a lot of things that I was like, they're going to shy away from this. They're going to shy away from... This. Nope. <laughs> they went there. Um, and I really liked seeing that that beginning of hers and like this fear that she like the fear that she like basically killed her moms. Um, and there's no proof that you killed them. You made it to a place and started living like you didn't, but that's a fairly common thing that kids blame themselves for a parent's death. Um, or, a traumatic Just thing that's uncontrollable happened. circumstances mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kids are very much true. like well i must have done it it must have been me <laughs> it's very doctor yeah. strange of her oh no <laughs> <laughs> um, i i really liked america i wish that they had given her more yeah more time more input i think more she's getting a show she, so. she felt very on one hand, she felt very much like an object that was just being moved around between competing groups. Um, but that being said, the the flashback scene and my favorite scene, which is at the end with zombie Doctor Strange, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought that was honestly like the heart, the emotional heart of that movie was that scene of him being like everything like you can do this you are capable and everything that has happened to you has led you to this point i'm like "Mm, that's so good yum 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 i love that and it's being delivered by a fucking zombie guys that's great (laughs) and then he is what i was looking for for like the whole movie is i that was that was great i loved that loved that part um and i loved i don't know if the star shape thing is is a part of her comic thing but i yeah she punches star shaped holes in in the universe (laughs) mark i'm like steven universe (laughs) right it's it's steven universe just all all the steven universe episodes when they end and it does the the star cut that was her i mean i mean that was her all along she i mean think about steven into the multiverse she's brandishing Mm -hmm. the star gay moms Oh my god! <laughs> there you go. It's it's basically Marvel Steven right there. Wow, <laughs> I like I think I liked that even more because like even though he's like yeah you can do it, then she just like gets up and just just straight decks Wanda in the face just like just like a normal yes. person just like whoop ham. Yep. And it's like oh crap now what do I do? Did you know that you can do a punch in the face? And she's like you know I never considered that, but I'm a good I'm gonna go do that now. <laughs> Well, she has superhuman strength too. So not she not only can she punch stars into stuff, and then travel travel to a whole other multi dimension, but she's also very strong. So that probably mm-hmm. really hurt. And just packed a punch. Yeah, so she felt it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, like, one of my favorite things was seeing Wanda. Like, I loved in Captain Marvel when Captain Marvel was fully powered and doing all the things. I mean, she's so overpowered. And for the longest time, I would say Captain Marvel is the most powerful person in the MCU. And I've heard an interview with uh, Kevin Feige who says um, Wanda is probably the most powerful person in the MCU. And I think so. I I think so, because she has the added bonus of being able to control people's minds Um, and just watching her blow shit up was so wonderful I, and, and <laughs> she's got that mom strength mm-hmm. mama bear <laughs> and 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 the way in which the way in which wanda was like i was being reasonable uh that was right? that was and i was funny. like she was she was just like completely just straight fat was like this is i was being reasonable like now watch me i didn't right? obliterate you immediately you're welcome it's, like, <laughs> it's really great i mean it's it's really enjoyable to like see you know female like villains who are mm-hmm. unapologetically going after the thing that they want mm-hmm. right and she was doing it and she's like nah man step aside or are you really gonna like experience some shit i love the masterful like the trailers gave us like oh we're gonna have a doctor strange wanda team up yeah. against um Ha. Against multiverse Something. evil, yeah. evil Doctor strange, strange or yeah. whatever, yeah. And then we get this, and I liked the arc that Wanda had in in WandaVision, and I also liked this because she was the villain, and yet in the end, she was also the hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that that was true in in WandaVision, in WandaVision also. Yeah. Too. Is mm-hmm. like. I, I've been seeing people sort of complaining. It's like, oh, it undid the character growth of no. WandaVision. I'm like, no, it's the same. Well, it's a continuation. And it, and it's, it also she was being consistent. Go, I mean, it shows us as people, we don't just grow in an arc. Right. We shift backward and forward and backward and forward. So she's right. breaking these bad habits and then continuing them it's, again. It's, it's <laughs> also creating new ones. It's also very, it, it, it's a, it's very much in line with her character because you can go all the way back to Ultron. And I mean, she was out there not caring about whose mind she was, she was melting and terrifying and all mm-hmm. that. And, and then had towards the end, right. Her and her brother decided to like help them, but they didn't just have a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's very in line with her, and it's also really representative of like the, the actual cyclical nature of grief. Yeah, like yeah, maybe mm-hmm. at the end of WandaVision she was feeling. I actually wouldn't even say that she was out of her actual grief in at the end of WandaVision. No, um, no. I think she was, she was just then grieving it. her that's, kids too. Right. Yeah, like I would, I would argue that at the end of WandaVision she was just beginning to accept and actually start actual grieving um and then the dark hold helps her think that she yeah. has a chance to get them back and brings her right. back into bargaining <laughs> yep yeah and if you have the power to do it sure i mean like she said she she said she had the power to rule the multiverse and <laughs> right she, she very well could have i mean 
she went into a whole other multiverse and basically destroyed the Illuminati, which like, <laughs> like my jaw hit the floor. Like I was like, you did not just like you like like they were nothing literally. Mm-hmm. The, and these are people that I was very excited to see. And I I'm like, know. Damn. Like I almost broke Nina's hand uh, when Captain Carter showed up. <laughs> I literally. And then, said something out loud i said no they did not and mary was like you're being really loud <laughs> i bet other people were gonna be really loud about that too um yeah uh and then i think who was like when they held off on patrick stewart i was like come on where is he yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. but also maria rambeau uh captain marvel Nina smacked me at yeah. that one, like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. she was the she was the original female Captain Marvel. It's amazing, but like now it's opened up like their stories, right? Now that we've mm-hmm. got like the full multiverse kind of blown wide open, we can now go and like, I want that story. I want the Black Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard rumors of a Captain Carter um, show. Or movie or something, and it just makes my yeah makes me swoon. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed really really hard when uh, Stretchy Man John Krasinski, John Krasinski <laughs> showed up. I laughed really hard, and he that got, was a and fan cast. And that, how he died made me laugh that even harder. I, know. I, I I sat there, and I, I'm sure we I'm sure. Not the only one thinking. Oh, great! We're gonna get a new Fantastic Four. All right, that's kind of cool. I don't really like them, but okay. And then dude just gets annihilated in like, like he was like silly putty, literally. Um, there's My- like there's the the memes that are like uh, multiverse of madness spoilers without context, and one is a picture of string cheese. <laughs> 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 That's a very apt comparison. Mm-hmm. The other one, the one of the other ones is uh, the photos, and that is a teddy bear with the stuffing pulling pulled out of the center. <laughs> it's like cut in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. <laughs> but we we probably are going to get a Fantastic Four thing because sure the Illuminati are not only in one. Universe. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I I think I think like like I was saying earlier, I think this is really opening up a whole lot of so many new stories. And I know like they are doing like a second season of like the what if. So mm-hmm. like who knows? They might even branch more of these stories in the what if. So like mm-hmm. we might get a what if yeah. of like what if it was, you know, Maria instead of, you know, yeah, because they definitely pulled a few of the what if. Like, we got Marvel zombies and we got Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, we even got the the evil strange, too, at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then man just, you know, gets treated like it's 18th century France and just gets thrown <laughs> onto a pike. You know, it, it is what it is. I think I I think there was someone that I talked to that was like they can do that in a Marvel movie, <laughs> die or just get thrown <laughs> off a balcony, thrown off a balcony uh, and like and, on a spike and like spiked. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Okay, so there is there is actually one thing that I, I did read like after I watched the movie that a lot of people seemed sort of divided on, and so I'm kind of curious to hear what your guys' opinions of it are. It's it's towards the end. It's the um, the whole music note fight scene thing. Uh. So I personally enjoyed what they did with it. Like, did it make a whole lot of sense? No. Was it pleasing to watch? Absolutely it was. Mm-hmm. And that's just my thing on it. Like, I-, I knew it made absolutely zero sense for them to just throw notes at each other. And like, they they just went along with it. Like he threw some notes and he's like, I'm going to just make them sour notes. And they just throw them back at you. Like, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was so goofy and such a serious like battle thing that I just was like, I'm here for this. This is a, this is a, this is the whole thing. Please give me more of this. Yeah. No, I, I loved that. I, loved I that also fight. loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, especially coming off of, uh, I, I'm forgetting the character's name, but the when he's being held by the Illuminati and he gets into like a fist fight with that one guy is like that was very Mordo. like very like okay they're fighting now that's fine uh, and then Foley was like we're gonna do a music <laughs> battle of the bands <laughs> off and I was like yes yes please <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, and I mean the music that accompanied that was pretty great mm-hmm. so yes. I liked yeah. I liked that fight. I thought that that one was one of the the standouts of the various fight scenes. Um, I did also like in the beginning when they're fighting the big uh, like starfish eyeball monster. Ah, yeah. I thought it looked very <laughs> cool. I loved that he was like he like summoned <laughs> like a beholder to come through, and <laughs> I don't know. It was great. I loved that. I did have a really hard time not comparing it to the Suicide Squad giant starfish eyeball because <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that was like a cool way to like defeat it and everything, but it's not it's not as cool as having a million rats plunge into its. <laughs> eyeball hole you know it's like it it was good but it wasn't eyeball full of rats good you know what i'm saying (laughs) it made me cringe a little less than the eyeball (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 but i definitely thought of that too was like hmm this seems familiar (laughs) Well, what what do we think though about about like how like what Steven's arc throughout this whole movie is? And like I know we talked a lot about like Wanda, and we can all collectively agree that this was really just a Wanda movie. However, there there is the little sprinkles of Steven in there, but like seeing him like progress and like him slowly like getting over Christine and things like that. I'm kind of curious to hear what your guys' thoughts or opinions are on like his existential journey it's one of those things where he progresses and changes but also doesn't mm-hmm. like because at the end we see, see him with the third eye and it's like oh great you're gonna start some more trouble and get like screw things up like the other stevens did um but i appreciated his growth and being able to like let go of christine and get closure with her f- with the other christine from the other universe um and the progression of he would not like 
I would be pissed too if I disappeared for five years and then somebody I come back and somebody has my job um, and not want to bow to him and all of that. But I liked the the play with him and Wong. Um, it's a great relationship. And then toward the end, him actually bowing and like being like, okay, yeah, you are the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I mean, I, appreciate that. I mean, after everything Wong went through in this mm-hmm. in this movie, like he, he deserves it. Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. He deserves to be the Sorcerer Supreme. Like being able to hold out against Wanda, but not only that, like watching almost all of his like all like the students and everything just like get annihilated by Wanda, and yet like still like fighting through and like really like obviously doing his best to protect everybody and like stop wanda is like i don't know i i I enjoy wong as a character like i know he's like he has those comedic reliefs like throughout the the various films that he that he's in but like as like just like an overall character like i'm i'm always rooting for him he's one of those guys that i'm like yeah you go yeah i appreciate that wong's not reckless and like mm-hmm. just doesn't assume that he has all of the answers just right away without even like knowing if he does you know and he he yeah i think he's he's just not he's not reckless and he he has the capacity to before making it doing something he can actually think about other people and i don't think it works that way for doctor strange I think a lot of it is more action first and then he thinks about the impacts that it potentially will have on other people. Yeah, and I, I think that definitely also gets touched on when they, they tell him the story of like in in the universe with the Illuminati and they're talking about their Steven and he took it to the full extreme of like I have to be the one to solve everything. And then in the end, what he thought was the solution didn't even end up working. And then they have no choice but to just get, you know, like even though they managed to, you know, get rid of Thanos, they have to, you know, hey man, you did a bad. So we got to cut your, cut your sentence a little short. They didn't really spend any time (laughs) on it, but I did fucking love the raising of the idea of like, oh yeah, no, we're using superheroes as a propaganda tool. Like, it, it made more sense to control the population to keep Strange as a hero that we all loved, but we killed him because he was an issue. Love that. Hope that gets expanded on later. Probably <laughs> won't. It's just a touch problematic for but them. Love, no, it's, uh, that's probably why I like it because it's very, it's very in line with like horror movie stuff is like actually getting into the horror of having... Anyways, that's besides the point. Um... Again, I did not see the first Doctor Strange movie, um, but I did really appreciate that when Strange was talking to Evil Strange and he was expressing like, "Hey, here's like what led me to this point. My, you know, my uh, my sister died and my hands got fucked up, and so I turned to magic." I, I did feel like the emotional impact of him actually verbalizing that stuff. I feel like he probably had not ever said that out loud to anybody before. Um. I thought that that was important. And while there is some issues of him professing his love uh, to Christine at the end, because it's she's like, I don't I don't know you, dude. <laughs> You're from a different universe. I do think that that was an important emotional moment for him to finally be able to 
again, verbalize these things as being like, I, I have to like actually say the emotional thing that's going on inside of me. And I'm going to express that to you is like, I, I love you. And I didn't do a good job of making that known before. Again, I assume. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of assumptions built in on me just guessing what <laughs> happened in the first movie, but I no, feel I like I'm he, spot on. <laughs> they were not together in the first one. And I don't think anything was, you could tell, but I don't think anything was expressly because she broke up with him because he was nasty after he got hurt. Emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Before he got hurt, he was preoccupied with, I got to be the best surgeon. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then he gets in the accident and he is, I mean, understandably angry and distraught his career is over and he feels like his life is over um and in some ways that ties into when he gets blipped away right and he comes back and his title is taken from him and he's to a lesser extent going through that loss again yeah no yeah i definitely like how for steven like it was interesting to see like his almost like his internal monologue of like is he happy and then having it be externalized with him like either interacting with like his other self or him just even interacting with like the illuminati and like them showing him pieces of things and even his interactions with america of like are you happy and he's like well shit well shit am i i don't I, I want to say yes, but I, I don't think I am. That and would require I'm, introspection, and I'm avoiding that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was really interesting to see like someone that like like his gradual like movement towards that being open and, and honest, and then eventually, obviously, at the end, um, you know, getting that closure with Christine. So I'm interesting. I'm interested to see like is he going to keep that part of himself as he can, as, as they move on? Cause I mean, like I know they're going to have a third Dr. Strange movie or is this going to be like, okay, cool. He got his closure. All right. Now time to turn the emotions back off and move on to something else entirely. I, I, I want, I'm, I'm hoping that the fact that he repaired the watch is an indication that he's has a more emotional capacity to be more present yeah yeah i would like to see because i know america is also getting like a show or something i'd like to see some more like him trying to help her find her parents or something like That'd that be cool. um, yeah i think because the other strange was her friend and then he tried to kill her <laughs> um and then he died and then he came back as a zombie because and then wink that our strange yeah exactly <laughs> this is awesome i i do think yeah. that the, that's definitely something that they're touching on in this movie and hopefully we'll expand on later on is that uh being around children and teenagers um is a real fast way to actually get you to be introspective about your own thoughts and behaviors and beliefs and feelings because they're younger and and they reflect back on you and they ask questions and it's like that is an opportunity for a lot of his own growth is just 
by being there for America, I I hope that continues. Well, I mean that that theme started with him trying to help Peter Parker in yeah, uh, yeah. who Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I in the movie I was like, wait, he kn- he's not supposed to know Spider Man. And I'm like, wait a minute, he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Spider Man is Spider Man. Okay, I get it, but <laughs> mostly Damn. spiders or mostly man. <laughs> We'll never know. Does he? Does he I mean, in what? one universe, he could be mostly spiders. I think he's a pig in another. You know, yep. spider mm-hmm. pig. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that's interesting. You know, I was thinking like as as he's being introspective. Uh, I think I would have liked a little bit more exploration, and maybe we'll get this like later, of him actually having to hold the fact that he's the reason, the snap happened Mm -hmm. right because he he made that choice and it's interesting because in that situation again the only person he saw as being able to solve it was himself so again he's here he is holding the scalpel um and so i I, like i'm i'm curious and i was curious like obviously you could see he was having some kinds of feelings about this person he knew telling him at this wedding and asking this very straightforward question, like, was it the only way? Um, and having to deal with that man's grief, right? Because that guy had, like, lost, like, family while he was snapped away. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of laying it at Stephen's feet. I would be really curious to see if that continues to be something he processes. Because processes. I don't, it was not a focus of this movie at all no yeah i i almost completely forgot about that i know right <laughs> they, mm-hmm. he says and then i'm you know in um infinity war he says like i saw like 14 million. 14 million yeah but mm-hmm. there are so many more options it's just like oh but this was out of those 14 million this was the only one that i saw that could work and it's like but yeah but but could it though well i, I th- i've <laughs> also seen fan i've seen fan theories online that like he could probably only see futures that he is in. I was just oh, going to say contextualizing that with his like self-obsession. <laughs> like it makes sense that he's like I have these options to choose from, you know, ones where I'm the hero. <laughs> well, and, and mm-hmm. Wanda blames him too a little bit, right? Cuz she's mm-hmm. like I put a hole in the man I loved for nothing. Mhm. Because he made a choice. Mm-hmm. And had he not Thanos would not have had the capacity to be able to rewind and take the stone from Vision. I mean, yeah, I mean, like if you think about that back in Infinity where he says like if it comes between the kid or you and the stone, I am going to choose the stone. And he said that with no hesitation. Yeah. And then he decides that, oh, I have to make this choice of like here, take the stone when theoretically he could have He, I mean, he could have just let them all die but then if he killed strange then he wouldn't have been able to get access to the time stone or they could have given them plenty of time uh, everyone on wakanda plenty of time that they could have either a destroyed the stone or b been able to hold back the forces and be able to separate the stone and then get rid of it some way Yeah. yeah i mean she had just crushed his skull in like he she had Mm -hmm. just and then like vision was dead and the stone was gone 
And then it's like almost immediately Thanos is stepping through smoke and you're like, I remember watching that. I was like, oh, God, my stomach like dropped. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is not going to be good. Bringing up the stone gives me a perfect segue into why wasn't there any Loki stuff at all? Like not even a fun little elbow rib like, haha! It's like n- nothing, nothing. I I don't know why, but I also know like a lot of people were like, why isn't the TVA in all of this? And the thing is that none of them know. Nobody knows the TVA exists, and the mul- that the the theory is that the multiverse is capable. We have this possibility now because of because of the, what happened. What happened in Loki. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sense. but so but nobody knows what happened. But the, <laughs> like the TVA still e- exists. It's just right. a, under new management at the end of Loki, mm-hmm. and so it's like the idea that like yes, these characters don't <clears throat> know about the TVA, but the TVA would this is this is a situation they would be involved in, not right. But at the same right? at the same time, though, they could also you could also make the argument that like this is how the timeline is supposed to go. Like they're supposed to also discover true. the multiverse. Like these are events that set in motion the things that eventually create the, <laughs> the TVA the is like or this is the perfect way to get rid of the Illuminati. <laughs> or yeah, there or there's another bigger thing that they're worried about in another branch of time. Could be. Just well, I, re- yeah, I really expected there to be a, li- a little something, a little something, mm-hmm. and I was by yeah. the end I was like, what? And I was like, well, maybe maybe in the after credit scene. No, not even there. Do you no think Loki. Uh, do you think more universes are going to get numbered like actually spoken with numbers cuz they I forget which one like it was the one he went to or the one that he's from is 616 the one that they're yeah. from is yeah. 616 which yeah confused me slightly but yeah you know yeah well oh because so it's excited. not, it's not in gonna, line with I the know comics, we're going to get correct? Secret Wars. Yeah, it's, I don't think yeah. that's in line with the comics. Like, I don't think the comic world, in the comics, that's not our world. 616 isn't our world. Right? I yeah. I thought it I thought it was. Our in world the comics, is the world was... that got to number them. <laughs> uh, 616 is the official Marvel mainline canon universe in the comics. Okay. So the fact that uh, yeah. they made the MCU six one six is interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting because now that 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 throws a whole uh-huh. that throws a whole thing in there of like what? Because you know we have this like the Spider Man game is like a whole other universe, and then we have not, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was supposed to be its own universe, but now they're designating that universe as six one six. So it's like. It's a big, uh, do they think that they're the original 616 and then like they're going to be like ha psych you're not actually you're 616.6 there's been a couple of updates <laughs> 616 rebirth <laughs> um so many questions yeah i we're just getting we're just dry, we're just completely devolving into conspiracy theories now and like mm-hmm. all these other things isn't that like- what the marvel cinematic universe is is just conspiracy theories <laughs> i need to go t- 
uh, find my favorite TikToker and what her theories are on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What, Nikki? <laughs> Nikki, yeah, Nikki Marina. <laughs> she's uh, great. Yeah, she's amazing um, and has some really good hot takes on things and does a lot of, like, Marvel is here to fuck with you. And every, <laughs> after after everything comes out, therapists get a lot more uh, clients. That's, that's her theory. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So what you're saying is the more Marvel releases, the more likely in the future I'm going to have clients. There you go. Yes. Which yeah. means I will make more money. Capitalism. Yeah. Marvel finest. Marvel e- is either going to make you like face your issues or give you issues. So either way, you're yeah, going to win both. <laughs> <It's> mm-hmm. confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, the 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 head runners in both entertainment and mental health. Yes, yes, Accurate. I would argue. I would argue that Disney in general, that is, but especially Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Well, do we? Is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Anything else you guys wanted to touch on with this? I think. This I film? think we should expand more on talking about grief because I think that's the that's the GT heart of of this i mean it's it's fun to just rap on this movie but uh i think, I think you're I, the grief and loss expert here i was gonna so. say is it the is where are we yeah let's go i think i, I think we should it. just we Makes should delve sense. into it more i know that's something that you really resonated with kayla uh and it put it in your top three so it did yeah um why don't you talk first, though? Okay, since you are the expert, I, I think I think Wandavision was a really great exploration of, of grief and the way that it impacts a person and the way that it impacts the people connected to them in the social circle theory or whatever you want to apply that to. Um, I think that this multiverse of madness touched on that a little bit. It didn't commit as much as as WandaVision did but I think it did expand more on Wanda's experience of like honestly <laughs> like she, she got that CPTSD for real oh, yeah. for real and that basically every time that she starts to try and get a handle with one loss she gets hit with another one and um, how that that ha- that happens in real life. Real life people have to deal with that kind of situation of like, just as you are starting to get a handle on one thing, four more things happen in your life. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was. And she has literally lost like everyone. everyone. She has she lost. lost her mom, her family. Her her family was destroyed in in like one of the bombings, like before mm-hmm. the accords happened, and then. Ultron happened and she lost her brother mm-hmm. and then she found somebody who could help her control her chaotic magic which is just and I help love her it. process that and, grief yeah right? right and and somebody she loved deeply she literally said it was like the love of my life and not only did she lose him she was the one that killed him and she had to watch him die twice, twice. actually technically th- Yes. Three times. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know. That would, I think, wreck anyone. Um, and then children. And then in order to preserve 
and not have to deal with the pain of actually like going through the grief, right? Uh, like she was like during WandaVision, she was still mourning, right? And in order to not have to step further beyond that, she created children who she actually loved and had emotional attachments to. Um, and then she did the right thing and killed them as well. <laughs> so <laughs> like, that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. Well, and, and vision and like I said, she's and seen vision him again, die. Yes. Vision, she's seen die three times and two yes. of those three times she did it herself. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know you like say it out loud, and now I'm like, mm -hmm. "That's oh, really I fucked up." Like, <laughs> I feel yeah, like there, I'm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm sitting in like one of my grief volunteer groups where they're like telling their experiences, and I'm sitting here thinking, "Oh shit, like that's a lot, dude." And you're just a, like a 15 year old, like yeah. it's a lot, and and like Link's right, it it happens to everyday people who who mm -hmm. don't have unending superpowers, superpowers to do whatever or the dark please. hold yeah 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 and it makes sense then why this like possibility of her children being out there yeah. was so alluring of course she wants that i back. mean i would seriously contemplate you know visiting multiverses where my brother was still alive and mm -hmm. i'd consider that yeah it's i not a stretch I I hated that she was just like, I'm going to pop into another universe and then I'm going to get my kids back and didn't at all. I was yeah. like, if you're if you're going, then another version of you is there. You, you're just going to kill and yourself. She's going to, but or you're going to make her suffer the way you but, suffer. But the way that is like the reason I hated that so much is because it is it is totally like relatable where when you are in that grief you are not thinking about yes. consequences to things yeah. you are desperately grabbing onto anything that will give you any sort of semblance yeah. of safety Absolutely. and love and connection and she got in her mind is like if i get the kids back that's the last time i was happy in my personal experiences that was it so it's like i'm gonna do everything i can and look yeah. at all this power i've got i can yeah. make that happen for me it's like Honey, sweetheart, baby doll, please talk to a therapist because somebody's going to point out to you, like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> right. And, and, and Murder, Murdering a, a, a poor teenager is not a good way to go about this. You're right. not going to feel good about that choice after you make it. And, and then, yeah. you know, that ends up being the thing. She's faced with, like, her children witnessing her being evil and her being like, yeah. oh, I don't want them to see me that way even if it means i don't get to be with them i that that's a bad idea it was a bad idea is, oh yeah and like again right like that is her in deep mourning like mm -hmm. she's back mm -hmm. to mourning and not process like moving through grief right like like she is back in that deep mourning and she's just now grieving like mourning the children right and so she's like trying to in an attempt to stop it and she's also suffering like PTSD nightmares. If you want to really yeah. look like, yes, yes, in in this movie and in the world, dreams are a window to another you. Like they are, they are really those dreams actually are happening to to another you. But in this, in our context, like 
people have PTSD nightmares all the time around mm -hmm. grief. Like that is not uncommon. Absolutely. I think ultimately it's very relatable in that because Wanda is so alone and she doesn't have any real social support that that, that is so harmful yes. <clears throat> in real life is if if you are like obviously lost grief makes makes you feel alone but hopefully you ha actually have people who are there who are available to to exist with you and she didn't really have any of those connections left partly because a lot of them died and partly because a lot of them were not like super cool with how <laughs> many evil choices she was making and the all people her Avengers who could be there, yeah. Yeah, where the hell gone. are the Avengers? Where the hell like, are I'm, the Avengers? Where, where, are, or a few of them? Like, I'm sorry, like Falcon, where were you? Like, pop in and say hi, Stephen. Why did it take you this long? And it took it took you that long that you thought her hex was actually real. Mm -hmm. Like the she literally said. It's always the emotions that get me. She couldn't actually fake the emotions. But her hex mm -hmm. was so good and so powerful that he had no clue. Mm -hmm. Like, where were you? And he, she needed a grief he support. Was, he was so hung up on, I, there's a problem, I will find a solution. Instead of like, yeah. just be emotionally available yeah. for somebody who is <laughs> deeply hurting. Everybody knows what happened to her. like, And, and everybody knows what yeah. she did. And, and so like, why aren't you supporting the most powerful being in your universe. I'm also like, where's Monica Rambeau? Like, she was in WandaVision. She was the one that was like, no, she you, you can't kill her. She is grieving. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't. She's not just a monster. Yeah, she's a mom. She. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, that line was so funny and good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wanda has needed a grief support group. For like many movies now. <laughs> um, all the movies she's been in. All the movies she's been in. <laughs> Wanda has needed a grief support group. I think that should be, you know, what would <laughs> my my yeah. thing is, oh, she's gonna she's she's gonna survive. Oh, she and then we're certainly gonna get is. she's gonna survive and we're gonna get a movie that brings all of the X-Men into this universe. <sighs> And then we're going to have like Magneto be like, oh, you're my child <laughs> in this universe. So now she's going to have like an evil father figure <laughs> to make her uh, into a villain again. Yeah, and repeat they the same process. From, they pulled from um, House of M. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I don't think oh. she's dead either. No, no. Some rubble fell on her. Well, you know what? Some rubble She's fell got... on her before. <laughs> yep. She also has chaos magic. And I don't know about y'all, but chaos magic sounds a little bit more fun than whatever they do over at Comertage. <laughs> also, by the way, America, I don't think in the comics she knows how to do magic. And so um, this America that we're getting is going to be even more badass. She can yeah, punch holes can... through the universe and do magic. And do magic, yeah. It's pretty great. With the little, with the little, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Our our listeners can't see, but Link was doing little <laughs> things with with their hands, um, mm -hmm. like the like the magic. Um, Disney is selling at Disneyland and at I believe at somewhere in Disney World these things you can put on your hands that 
spin around and make the lights and then they change uh to different spells and things and i really oh they're doing them. holocron lights mm-hmm. okay where was this <laughs> i were, saw a tiktok online it's it's at um uh, well it's i know for yeah, sure it is at um uh avengers campus in disneyland i don't know if at disney world if they have anything mm, probably they also don't. they also have scarlet witch at avengers campus and she steals children from their parents yes oh my god stop <laughs> no really yes wow. yes wow that, that's, that's perfect that's oh amazing it's when when we go next summer, can we like borrow a child and test it out? Because that's if you sounds can find like... twins, like you'll be sad. But <laughs> um, <laughs> like I brought you, Wanda. <laughs> I do not. I do not actually condone kidnapping. <laughs> no, no. But, it's, but like, oh, just come with me, little child, and like, <laughs> I'll be your amazing. parent now. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time we go to Disneyland, Kayla, they're probably going to have moved on to because they go so along true. with the shows and stuff. Maybe by then, King Valkyrie will have her own movie. Yes. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the best part of Multiverse of Madness was the, Lord, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. That trailer <laughs> was so good. I was like, this is amazing. I also said, this is amazing. I... The last few Marvel movies I've really adored, and they're some of my favorite ones. So I'm actually I'm really looking forward to to the rest to Thor. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. gonna be good. It's gonna you're be gonna so get, You're gonna get swole, uh, Jane Foster. <laughs> I said I said up. Captain Carter made me swoon. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get a, a buff a buff Natalie Portman. Uh, with uh, Tessa Thompson Valkyrie. in a suit. Okay, but Valkyrie, literally, my dog is named Valkyrie. <laughs> and, and not just named after, you know, the actual Valkyries from North Mythology. But, like, literally named after Tessa Your Thompson. dog's full name is Valkyrie <laughs> Tessa Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. King Valkyrie. But uh, I should. I will. I'm going to. King Valkyrie. I'm actually going to start doing that now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, I yeah. Oh man, there's there's so much there's there's so much here, and this despite and like you were saying, uh, like it's it's a complete ter- like different take on how the normal formula for Marvel movies have been. I'm I'm excited to see what, what's what's going to come next. How the next Doctor Strange is going to be. So full gore. <laughs> <laughs> R-rated, finally. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, do, we, do we have anything else that we want to touch on, elaborate on? Laura, you look like you're thinking there. I'm trying to think if there is anything. We covered a lot. Yeah. We, co- we covered, I think, I think we, we got covered the, the whole, movie. The whole movie. All right. Oh, man. Well... Then I, I, I guess we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. So thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Um, you can always find um, more shows, or you know, you can always go talk on the forums. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm butchering the outro here. You got it. You got um, it. So yeah, you can, uh, you can check out more uh, stuff like this and any more of our episodes on uh, geektherapy.org. Um, we also have our forums. 
there's going to be a whole like another library entry. I don't know who's going to be in charge of that. Probably Lara, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I make no promises. <laughs> I'm done doing that. <laughs> I'm not done with the library. I'm done making promises. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> All right. So um, thank you guys again so much for, for listening. Um, remember to geek out and do good. And uh, we'll be back next week. Mm, bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.